Good evening, everybody. It's another episode of A Burning Desire to Talk with Lou and Mark. I'm Lou. And I'm Mark. And we're back at it again. We hope you're having a great day, a great evening, whenever it is that you're listening to this. And, of course, we always appreciate you guys taking the time to sit with us and um, just listen to some good conversation about many different topics. Um, Tonight, I think we're going to touch on a couple dreams that, uh, that Mark had. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Uh, I'm not sure how you guys feel about dreams, whether you just look at them as just being that or a connection between reality and the, um, uh, the, the, the dream world. Uh, a lot of people look at dreams as... The astral um, world, they look at it. Yeah. The, the spiritual si- side the of spiritual it. spiritual side of things. Uh, um, a forecoming of... Um, of uh, you know, obviously things to come, events um, of events to come. Other people uh, view it as your subconscious um, in in working in overdrive and bringing these um, visual stories uh, that a lot of times we can't remember. Um, but those those ones that you have that are so real, that are so. Um, um, important because of maybe the message that they hold. Those are the ones that we tend to to remember and and we tell, especially when they have uh, some meaning behind them or at least perceived meaning behind them. And then there's those dreams that you know it leaves you thinking, what does that mean? You know what 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 did I, what just happened? I can tell you. I think I've told the story before of a several dreams that I had, but one in particular that I had maybe 20 years ago that I remember as if it were yesterday. And um, I know what I think uh, happened in my dream, and I've discussed it with many different people, and, you know, everyone's opinions always vary a little bit, but it's always an interesting topic anyway for conversation. Um, With that, I'll turn it over to Mark, and, and we'll get into it. Well, welcome to the present moment, Lou, first of all. That was a nice little introduction everything. And as always, you and I are always present. Always living in the present. Trying to live in the present. Living in the now. <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me. Living in the now. Sometimes it's hard. It's all about the now. <laughs> well, you know what? I think, I think life's challenge is to try to not have us live in the now and uh, in this materialistic, physical world. But what we have to do is always bring it into the now from a spiritual sense. And once you can do that, man, that's when you're at peace, right? And yes. uh, and as always, I love when we have our fires and we get together like this because it brings us into the now. I mean, no matter what we're doing during our days or during our weeks at home or on the run or at work and all the other things that are thrown at us in life and different adversities, this right here kind of slows it down and brings it to the now. So I enjoy you being here and I enjoy whoever's listening. That's how I'd like to kick things off. Great introduction. And we'll jump right into talking about this. Um, you and I recently were talking about different things with dreams and um, I had something pop up on social media you and I are both social media guys and you know your memories will pop up if you're on Facebook and it'll show things from previous years and whatnot and I had one pop up and it said um this is your memory that you posted um a couple years ago matter of fact I pulled it up while you were just doing the introduction Lou this was three years ago this happened in 2020 so I give you the exact date right popped up from three years ago I was sitting there and I was thinking about it I didn't even go in here, and I didn't even read this yet off of Facebook, but I just want to kind of go over the dream from what I remember by just my uh, memory. 
I just remember that I fell asleep one night and uh, I had this dream. Uh, my family's moved to Florida, so uh, they're way down south and we're not anywhere in the vicinity and we're separated from each other in reality. And uh, I had this one particular dream that I... Um, physically. Physically, yeah. I fell asleep and I, in this dream, in this, in this other dimension, I like to call it, this other paradigm of this dream-like state. Uh, I traveled down there. Um, I left here, you know, you and I are situated up in the Northeast and um, in the dream I traveled uh, to Florida. And dreams are weird, you know, You'd, a lot of times you won't even remember the travel. You're just in one place and it's almost like you teleport to another place and you right. show up. And I can remember showing up in the development that my, my parents live in. My parents are down in Florida and I showed up in very uh, Florida-like, you know, uh, with the vegetation and the landscape. And yeah. I knew I was in that area, but I didn't know particularly where in this dream. Now, had you ever been to, to their house before? Um... At this point, yes. Yes, okay. I had been there maybe a couple times over the last couple over the last few decades so okay i've been down there for at least a couple decades so i've only been down there a handful of times so in this dream i uh back to the dream i'm, I'm in there and i'm i know i'm walking the area and i'm and i see another other individuals walking and also and in my dream i know i have to get to a house i have to get to a house and sure enough i show up on the street and i get to this house and it's my parents house okay now when i show up at the dream my sister is there okay i have an older sister and in the dream I see her and I'm telling her that I need to get a hold of the parents. There's a reason why I'm there. I'm there to deliver a message in this dream. I'm there to tell them something and deliver a message. So she hurries to go get my mother and my mom um, in the dream comes out to see what I want. Again, this is all outside of the front of their house. And um, in my dream, I'm trying to relay a message. And there's a word that keeps popping up in, 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 in this dream. It's weird. It wasn't a visual that I had in a dream. It was a particular word. It was the word grill. The word grill kept coming up. And you you might recall me telling you this yeah, exact story, Lou. Yeah, I do. I do as, as if it were yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, I know. And in the dream, I'm telling my um, my mom now at this point that she's got to let my father know that the uh, there's an issue with the grill. You have, to, you have to check the grill. You have to watch for the grill. I can specifically remember saying in the dream, you have to watch for the grill. Now, in the dream, my mom now goes and relays the message. Uh, my father's actually in the back and of the house in the backyard and comes out to the front and says, you know, what's going on here? What's all this mayhem? You know, what's all this commotion? Now I have, I'm going down the line of family members here trying to reach with, uh, with this message I'm trying to bring. And they're all going down and saying, Mark's trying to come down here to tell us about a grill, to watch for a grill. After it's said over and over and over, he goes, oh, knock it off. He's like, I was just in the backyard, but I'll check again. And this is all in the dream. This is all dream. This is okay. all dream state. In the dream, he goes back and he goes, I'll check it again. And he goes in the back and he comes back and he says, everything's fine. I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, I went and I checked that there's no problems. There's no leaks. There's no issues. There's no nothing. What he was referring to was the grill. Right. The grill that one would keep in the backyard. That the you gas would, grill. That you would yeah. gas grill. That you would barbecue, you know, yeah. and, and cook off of, you know. So I'm like, okay. So I woke from that dream. Now we're going to come out of dream state. And I actually wake, and I'm in reality, and I'm in this physical reality. And I remember waking up that day going, wow, what a dream. It was so vivid. It was so realistic. And uh, I said, wow, what the hell would that mean? Like, is a grill going to catch on fire? Right. You know, is a grill going to blow up? Is there going to be some kind of issues? You know, all these things that would be normally rare occurrences. So, um, I got a hold of my parents. Or I remember at least calling down there. But I know a few days went by, and my time frame might be off for how long between having the dream and this actual occurrence happening. But let me go to my Facebook page here, and 
and then read you because I'm looking at it now. I brought it up when you were just doing the induction. I haven't looked at this since the memory popped up last this past month. It was in January. And here's how my here's how my post went, Lou. It said, I'd call him, but I don't know his number. I'd write him, but I don't know his address. I would tell you his name, but that is a mystery also. What I do know is what he did. Yesterday, my parents who live in Florida were driving back from picking up their dog. Their car and four other cars ran into a stack of metal laying in a four-lane highway. At 70 miles per hour, metal pierced through the front end and of their car and blew their tire out. The car veered and they pulled over into the shoulder. Four other vehicles then hit the metal. My father struggled with the damaged tire. Uh, easily hundreds of cars passing uh, and kept on going. But one person stopped. It was a younger man who got out. He offered some help. The parents were leery, but he insisted. He stayed with them. He changed the damaged, damaged tires. He wouldn't take anything for his time and effort. Even when offered, uh, even when the offer was lowered, he said, no, no, no. Um, he says, actually, I'll take one thing, a hug. They said, done. He gets in his car and he drives off into the, set, uh, into the sunset. I'm just going to ad lib here. I just basically go, oh my gosh, he gets it. What a good Samaritan. Don't know who he is. So I'll thank God for his act. Thanks for doing the act of, uh, uh, that is so important. Uh, for them, you know, for somebody that's important to me yet so far away when I couldn't. You know, that's why we should always pay forward. Uh, he's definitely one of the special ones, but the numbers are growing and growing. Now, I shared a post, and I'm going to show you something. Look at the front of their car. Yeah. Okay? You see what's all smashed up? Yeah. Can you see the piece that's sticking in and out of it? I think there's a, a pretty close thing to it. It's a piece of metal. Yeah, and you see what's sticking through, right? Yeah. Now, this happened a couple days afterwards. Here's a great quote, by the way. You see that quote? You might want to read that. Angels live among us. Sometimes they hide their wings, but there is no disguising the peace and hope they bring. Now, I remember seeing that post on um, the Internet, and I shared it on social media, and I had a discussion with you. You and I always like to talk about angels come in different forms. Here's a couple more pictures of the car, the front of it. Now, what sticks out to me is just seeing this post. I remember the exact conversation a few days after I had that dream. I called down to Florida to see, you know, what was going on, and I... Believe I wanted to talk about the uh, the dream or whatever when my parents were in a frantic, uh, upset state, you know, state yeah, of no, mind, yeah. and they're telling me how earlier that day they were driving with their dog uh, coming back from somewhere on the highway in southern Florida, and um, they said there was a stack of metal must have fell off the back of a flatbed truck, yeah. and cars had no choice but to run it, and they happened to be the first one that was behind it, and they ran into it, and it was at that point my father said, "Oh my gosh, are you okay?" He said, "Mark, we were fine." The only thing that was in our favor was that the pile was so low, it pierced through the front bumper, okay, and it blew the uh, driver's side front tire, and I went, oh my gosh. And his exact words after that were, and if you look where that picture was, Lou, where it went through, yeah. he said a couple feet over, it would have went right through the grill. Right. His exact words were, it would have went right through the grill, and I went, wow. A front of a car, that space you call the grill between the yes. headlights. He said, if that went through, it probably would have blasted our radiator, went through the belt, would have went through the oh, engine. It would, have, it would have destroyed it would have, the car. I mean, this is some big, thick metal pieces. And I said, hold on, guys. Not only that, if it was, a, you're talking about over a couple feet to the left or right. I said, if it was another foot or two higher, it went I, right through the windshield. It would have impaled right through the windshield. That's where they were sitting and stuff like that. I said, my God, you were lucky that day. You know, Beyond lucky. Holy smokes. That's that's a divine intervention. Yes. So I had followed up 
and shared that memory a little bit later on. And I tagged you in it so you could even go back on your page, Lou, on, on Facebook. And I had wrote to you, hey, Lou, so many, quote unquote, foreseeable dreams, yet we describe them as, quote unquote, unbelievable. Looking back on this memory, how I left out the part where I saw something happen days prior to the actual occurrences. People might not believe it, I put in bold letters, but as my witness to many, you know the message was sent to say they'd be scared, but all would be okay. Once, a God, once again, God delivered the trailer, as in trailer to a movie is what I meant, the trailer to what was coming making for a good podcast topic and we never recorded a podcast on this and i shared that memory um about three years ago that's amazing that's that is um that's the type of stuff that i was talking about um so many people discount dreams as being just that it's just your subconscious you know uh some people even say it's your subconscious uh uh, healing your brain while you're resting and so on and so forth and other people say it's a um, it's a uh, it's a memory it's nothing more than just a memory that that comes back to you in a state while you're in uh, total uh, relaxation mode and mm-hmm. uh, but but here <clears throat> yours was a slightly different or very different in that um, it was almost uh, like you got a premonition Mm-hmm. That something concerning the grill, the proverbial grill, something was going to happen. And here just, what, a couple days later after you have this, or the day later after you have this dream, a piece of metal impales their car. Yes. Um, just slightly right of the grill itself. Right. Of their car. That's amazing to me. Yeah, and you, <clears throat> I mean, uh, if there's this has happened so many times. This kind of these kinds of occurrences have happened so many times. Yes, yeah, correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about them endlessly. Um, it seems to be that the people that you know you want to share something. Now, could we take this for coincidence? Sure, you could. Sure, you could. Sure, you could. Uh, but something you and I find so intriguing that it happens more than once, and it happens often. Sometimes yeah. it's the right person just in a different place or it's uh, a a different person and it's in the right place or the time is off you know it seems like it should be a time at this point in time but it doesn't it happens at that point in time sometimes the dream seems like it takes place in the past but it's actually something that's going to partake in the future or something that seems like it's partaking in the future it's in the past so time just seems to be irrelevant irrelevant in these cases you know as as does uh, location sometimes the people are off uh, meaning it's somebody I, I see in a dream, but it's not particularly them. It's somebody else. But, yeah, uh, but this was <clears throat> this was so real. This dream was so real. So like real. Like you said, so vivid. Um, you know, probably down to the point where you could describe what they were wearing. Yes. Uh, what the day was like, the sounds that you heard, the smells that you smelled. Um <clears throat> So many things that that make it more than just a dream. I'm sorry, I don't I don't subscribe to the notion that that dreams are just things that live in your subconscious that you know are uh, that manifest themselves and only in certain situations. I think it's just just like that gentleman that stopped to help them. How many times have you seen people 
<clears throat> pulled over on the side of the road with flats or whatever it might be. Right. Um, you know, there's a thousand cars that go by in any and that situation in any any given moment. <clears throat> and typically, people just don't stop. Yes. Uh, to help out, that guy not only stopped, he, he he took care of it. Didn't didn't want anything but a hug. Right. And then drove off into the sunset. Could he have been just a, a good Samaritan? Sure, he could have sure. been just a good Samaritan. Maybe he does that stuff all the time. Me, I like to think that that guy was an angel. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, absolutely. and and I do, I truly believe that angels walk among us. You know. Yes. Um, and I and I think that your dream, the reality of what happened coupled with the fact that this gentleman just happened to be going by at the same exact moment and he was there to help your parents out that's that's huge man yes that's huge yes <clears throat> yes and you know when i had asked them different information of the guy who stopped you know they couldn't give me anything you know uh they didn't have his last name they didn't know where he was headed they don't know where he was coming from they never gave any of that information they never gave any of the information because he wouldn't volunteer any of that information. Um, he just pulled over. Uh, like they said, it was a busy highway. It must have been during a heavy um, tra- travel time of day. They said there were hundreds of cars. I'm guessing it was maybe like around rush hour, but it was definitely a heavy time of day with traffic. Cars were traveling by. This one individual stopped. Didn't give any, indulge any information, like I said. Uh, where his destination was, or coming from, or going to, yeah, and wanted his name. Nothing. And, wanted, and, and nothing. wanted nothing, and they wouldn't. Yeah, wouldn't take anything as as in a, a gratuity, you know. Um, just wouldn't take it. But it amazed me that at the end of it, when they said they tried to give him something, something for his time. Everybody always says your time is valuable. People yeah. would want something, expect something. But he wouldn't take anything. He wouldn't take any money. He wouldn't take anything for his service help. But it was amazing that at the end he said, "You know what? I'll take one thing. I'll take a hug." And my parents were floored by that. I remember my, my mom saying that she gave, uh, she made the prayer uh, hand gesture, you know, symbol with her hands mm-hmm. and just said, thank you, thank you, you know, God bless you and stuff, you know. Uh, and he said, you know, you're welcome. And he got in his car. And just drove away. And just drove away, you know. <laughs> and they did follow up with, with um, they did follow up with a picture later on to follow that post of a picture of him. But they're just known as the unknown man. And when I originally wow. shared that post on facebook i didn't mention anything with um the dream because you know we shy away from that a lot we shy away from that from talking about that you know people might find that silly sometimes or it doesn't make sense or and you're really reaching but you know what i followed up later on after i told the part about the unknown man i followed up with a memory uh post saying to you sometime later that Lou, we left this part out but let's talk about how this was actually foreseen in the um in the future which was only days before, you know, um, which was kind of quite incredible, you know. What's interesting about that, as I'm trying to run from the smoke in my face, mm-hmm. from this fire, what's interesting is that a lot of times we get thing, a, a something called deja vu, right? Sure. And how many times has that happened to you where you say to yourself, well, wait a second, I, I dreamt this, you know? And you could be <clears throat> standing in the middle of a mall or you could be driving down the road or in your house whatever it is it just comes to you like well wait a second i dreamt this right right this was this has nothing this had nothing to do with you and they typically when deja vu happens you're always uh part of whatever that is part of that let's just call it a dream right you're always part of it you're always connected to it somehow physically oh yeah this happened to me oh i was here oh i was doing this i dreamt this right yes this had nothing to do with you Correct. This, other than the fact that it was your parents that it, that were being affected by it, but the mere fact that 
<clears throat> it came to you in the form of a grill, that word, a grill. Yes. Right? And then that you weren't actually part of it because it didn't happen to you. Yes. Um, and then not only that, not only didn't happen, it didn't happen to you, it happened to your, to, to your parents that are thousands of miles away. Correct. Um, <clears throat> that, that's to me. I don't care what anybody says. To me, that's more than just deja vu. That's more than just a dream. That's more, That was, to me, that was a premonition of things to come. Yes. 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 And, you know, you're taking me back to the actual day that I woke up and I remember waking up <clears throat> saying... Um, wow, uh, what a dream. But what I found quite odd that I kept remembering a particular word. You know, it's like, why is a, why is a, um, why is a word jumping out and sticking out like the word grill, for example? And that's not a, you know, that's not, that's not an everyday word. That's not something. I mean, it's a use. common thing, but it's not something we talk about or think about every day. Yeah. Like every day you're going to say car, you know, cause you're using your car, you're getting in your car, you're going to say something like television, you know, things that people are around every day and they're using, but not every single day you're saying like grill but for some reason the word grill kept coming out and in the dream i said to them to the grill i, I distinctly remember in the dream saying you have to check your grill check the you got to watch for your grill watch something is going to happen with your grill and in the dream they went and they checked and they said we were just in the backyard oh i'll go check again in the dream the family said we'll check it again and we came out and I'm standing up front, and I remember in the dream, like almost like shaking my head, going, "No!" And they were like, "No, it's fine. There's no leaks." They said, "No, nothing." And I just took it as for, "Okay, whatever." I tried to bring my message. There you go. And when I woke up, I don't want to say I found it kind of silly, but I, I remember waking up going, "Okay, why is grill sticking out? Why right. is the word grill sticking out?" I'm not out? hungry. Yeah, and in the, and in the <laughs> exactly, and in the dream, they're saying it's fine. So I need to just brush this one off, or do I? Do I need to call them? Maybe there was. Now, see, it's coming back to me. I believe that I did call them, and I, I remember having a conversation with my mom. It was either prior to the actual car incident or it was right after that. I said, oh, my gosh, I had a dream about that. But I, I think I followed up and said, oh, remember, I said to you I had a dream about a girl. What did they say when you told them that you floored. had that dream? What did floored. they say? They were absolutely <laughs> floored by I it. They, were. they said, wow, that is almost like a premonition that you had of us. Maybe because, And I said, why, though? And they said, because maybe you're just so close to us. You know, we're family. Of course. And, you know, there was a sense or something, you know, of, of that. A sense of warning. A sense of warning. Heed the warning. You know, a strong feeling. Wow. Yeah. That, dude, every time I get that, I hear that story, I get chills because, again, for all the reasons that we just, we just mentioned, um, there is nothing no one can say to me that, that would make me believe that this was anything other than a premonition. Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> if you'd like, we have some time, right? You want to jump into another one? Because you and I talked about... Yeah, if about, you've got... Yeah, yeah dude, let's, let's, listen. My dreams that, that I have, number one, when I do remember them, mm-hmm. are so silly, they mean nothing, mm-hmm. right? Typically. Yes. I, I told you about the one dream that I had one time where I was a... Ma- <laughs> where I was a member of the 1970s Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. and it was a four-part dream. Yes. And one night that I kept waking up from, I'd fall asleep and go back to it, mm-hmm. and and I'd actually go back to the, uh, where I left off. You know, right. <clears throat> that dream was so cool because you know I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Yes. Um, <clears throat> that was really neat. But I mean, come on, the 1970s. I was a little Steelers. I was the Steel Curtain Steelers. I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but your dreams, on the other hand, there again, you you have like these, this ability, this gift. Um, I, I like to call it, um, I like to call it the shine. Yeah, you do call it the shine. Um, you have this, 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 uh, 
this ability to to uh, and it's an ability that we all have apparently, mm-hmm. uh, but some of us are more open to it than others. Um, I like to say it in tune. Um, like yeah, some, we're, of, us some of us are more in tune um, to it than 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 others. And what I'm getting at is, you've had. I mean, I can't even remember the amount of dreams that you've told me about where I, I, if you specific, if you remember, I specifically said to you, dude, you've got to, when you have these messages, you've got to relay them um, to people because that's what they are. They're messages because hardly ever are they concerning you. It's a lot of the times it's, it's about other people. Correct. And they're, to me... They're, I take them as messages. They're messages. You've got to relay this stuff to people. That's why I always say to you, you you're, you're one of these people that walk among us that's a messenger, I believe. Uh, like, and, and there's millions of people like you. I, I, I am not that in tune with that gift. Again, I had the one dream that I've told you about um, uh, that I had years ago that I could tell right now as if I had it last night. But those are few and far between. Mm-hmm. And I've only had a couple of those. And two of them were absolutely silly, but they were so cool that I just remembered them, right? Yes. Um, that one with the Steelers being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, but go ahead. Yeah, let's get yeah. into the next one. Yeah, because I do want to talk to more about what you say about how everybody is starting to change more. And I, w- I would really like to get into this collective um Consciousness. I think more people are the, accepting of it. There's a shift, I believe, that's yeah. going on. I believe there's a higher consciousness shift that's literally going on where more and more people are coming out that um, that know they have these abilities. Um, it's very spiritual. There's a higher vibration, whether people believe it or not, that is um, really manifesting amongst us, um, everyone, everybody uh, collectively. And uh, when I say to you in tune... I always like to use the analogy of... Uh, it's like back in the day watching older television sets. Or even when you're in that ra- uh, car, that long car ride and you got the radio on. In tune means nothing other than your frequency is just not aligned at this point. We all have it. But the problem is everybody's on off the dial. Maybe one or two clicks or two or three yeah, buttons well, over. clear. And so when you're listening to that radio station, and I know you're a big music guy, and Lou's cruising along... And you got that song on your list to it, and it's kind of cutting in and then cutting out, it's and it's kind of static. Annoying. Nothing more annoying. Nothing more annoying. And you got one of two choices: you can keep cruising and try to listen to that song that you really like, which a lot of people do in life. Mm-hmm. They just keep trying to go to that same old tune, right? And guess what? It's not sounding good because you got the static in and out, in and out. And it's not until you change and you align with and get in tune that you, you can make actually a change. Hear you yes. make, whether you go up one or you go back one or you go up two, whatever it is, but some sort of change has to take place for that frequency to come in clear. Yes, and the same holds true with televisions, at least with the older ones. Now everything's digital. Your pixels might be off, but when you watch something and it's not, you have one or two choices. You keep trying to watch it. Back in the day, we had like the snow and the static and everything. Yeah. You can either try to watch that channel or try to click, turn to a channel. That's coming in clear that you're getting a good reception in, and stay on that. You're going to be able to see everything. Well, that change, everything. that 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 change that you're talking about when it comes to us, yeah, uh, it's a personal change that you have to make. Yes. So that your own frequency is now in tune. You're you're correct. You're correct. So we can we can dive into that you know more more a little later whatever. But let's um let's well, jump into go ahead. No, no, I was going to say let's get into that second dream then. Yeah, let's jump into the second dream. So uh, I just scrolled through Facebook, actually, as we were just talking again. And again, I haven't looked this up in a, in a, in a long time, probably since it happened. It's been a couple of years, but been a few years, actually. But 
we told them one story. Let's 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 dive in this not another one. So the other day, you and I were just having to mention a couple of dreams, and these were the two that were brought up because the memories I could see the memories on on social media again on Facebook, and I'll just jump into the dream again on this this one. All right, so let's come out of uh, physical reality here, and let's go in. I'll take you in the dream state. All right. I fell asleep one night, mm-hmm. and I go into dream state, and as I'm in this dream. I'm walking, and I enter what it looks like this giant building, giant, huge, square building, okay. um, almost warehouse-like, no windows on the sides All of it, right. just two front doors, and I go in. Inside this building, there's a long hallway, a long rectangular hallway, with, I can't remember whether there were doors on the side of it or not, but I know that it was very light, bright colored, almost like a, must have been a white, you know, either a white or an off-white, and I'm walking down this hallway by myself. There were people that were walking next to me when I went into the building. When I get in the hallway, though, in this dream, I'm walking by myself. As I walk down the hallway, again, it reminds me maybe of, like, could have been an office building, could have been a warehouse, whatever it may be. When I got to the end of this long hallway, there were double doors. When I opened the double doors and I walked into this very spacious room. So the hallway was maybe your typical 8 to 10 foot high, maybe 10, 12 feet wide hallway. When I opened these double doors, it was an enormous spatial place. Now, this did look like an open, empty warehouse. That was definitely white. All the room, all the walls were white. The ceiling was white, bright, almost like giant LED lights on top of the ceiling, really lit it up. And at this point, I'm approached by... Uh, this is after you open the double doors. This is after I open the double doors. Okay. I'm in this giant... Room. So it's bigger than a conference room. Oh, my God. The, the, ce- the ceiling on it, Lou could have been 40 50 feet so long. you opened the double doors into what could have been another warehouse another giant warehouse okay. yep All right. and i'm approached by a woman who comes up and in the dream i cannot see her at first she comes up next to me and she takes my hand yeah. she takes my hand and she's walking me across this open floor okay at the halfway point of us walking across this floor i look to my right at her face it's one of my longtime friends I won't throw any names out or whatever, but it's definitely one of my longtime childhood friends, somebody I grew up with from day one, from like elementary, grade school, and she's next to me, and I say to her, hi, and she says, hi back, and we're walking, and she says, I know why you're here, and I said, yes, I'm here because I have to see it, I have to see it to confirm it. Go ahead. I do, okay, and I'm just saying this at this point in the dream, but I still don't know what. <laughs> so I'm saying, Lou, if you can follow this, if this makes sense, I'm saying to her, I'm here to see it. Right. But I don't know what I'm there to see, if that makes sense. I have one question. Sure, go ahead. Because actually, I don't remember this one. You don't remember this? No. So this is, I think, this is going to be new to me like it is to the people listening. Okay. So let me ask you this question. The Your friend. Yes. Is she still with us? Yes. She's still with us? Yes. Today? Today. Okay. Cool. All right, go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. So... Uh, Because I'm sure that's what they're thinking, too. Yes. yes. Right, go ahead. She's walking me across this floor, and I said to her, she says, I I know why you're here. And and I said, yes. She goes, I think you're here to see this. And I said, yes, I need to see this and, like, confirm this, basically. So I walk up across this room, and in this giant open spatial room, there's a man standing there. And as I come walking up, she leaves me. The young girl who's our age leaves me. In front of me is an older man. Now, I cannot see his face completely. For some reason, I can see a male body, a physical body. You know it's a man. I know it's a man. In, <clears throat> in your dream, sometimes you just know what it is. Yeah, you don't need to see. But exactly. I kn- just I like can- you can't see who's speaking to you, but, but you recognize the voices. Correct. Yeah. 
So I'm looking at this person and I'm, and I'm saying to the person, hi, how are you? And the person greets me back. Hi, Mark, how are you? And I said, I'm here to check on you. I'm here to make sure you're okay, okay? And the man says to me, I feel fine in the dream. Now, to try to give you an idea of what it looks like, you know how you can see me right now and you can see my body? I'm going to stand up in front of you and do a visual. I know people who are listening can't see it. But you know how like uh, on TV they have like somebody's face blocked? for Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. What's that, that called? Pixelated. Yeah, so, uh, so there's no facial recognition yeah. to, to hide their uh, identity. Like yes, identity. yes. That's kind of what it looks like. I can see the body fine. So you can see me standing in front of you. I can see from my feet all the way up to my neck. Right? But you my can't shoulders. make out the face. I can't make out the face. Okay. And, and you said it right. Like the pixels are off, you know, so it's a little distorted. So I can't see the face. So I said hi to the guy. I asked him, you know, how he's feeling. And he says, fine. And I said, I'm here to check on you. Now I'm looking at his body. Now check this out. I'm going to stand in front of you because I remember telling you the story, but I'm going to give you a visual. I'm standing in front of his body. He probably had a pair of pants on. Okay. Right? And I say he did probably. He did have a pair of pants on. And he had a shirt on. But I'm going to say it's probably like a loose-fitting shirt. Okay, so it would be almost like a t-shirt or an mm-hmm. undershirt that somebody would wear under uh, a... Uh, now, this person who I thought it was in my dream is related to the girl that just walked me in. So that's who I'm thinking it is even when I came out of the dream. I'm thinking this person is a family member to that girl that walked me in. And I know this man to be an office worker amongst a lot of people that we know. You know, office workers. Men will wear button-up shirts, maybe even a tie. But none of that was on him, so I was a little thrown off. He just had a light t-shirt on or an undershirt and when i looked at him lou i'm going to give you the visual again and hope that anybody listening can understand this he had a very loose fitting shirt on like this and when i looked at him i said i need to look at you to make sure your body's okay in the upper portion and i was looking at him and he just stood there and he says okay go ahead and stuff like that and i said everything looks so you're checking him over just to make sure he's good. Just to make sure he's good. Pretty everything. bizarre that two friends would do, or two people that knew each yeah, other. Yeah, everything's there. Two arms, a collarbone. Yes. Uh, everything's supposed, everything that's supposed to be there is there. Yeah, to me, when I first woke up out of this dream, by the way, in, 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 in what we think is reality, we call reality when we wake up in the, in, the, in the real state that we think we live in, I thought, what a weird dream. Like, if Lou came over to my house in real life, you're not going to come over and say, hey, Mark, stand there so I can check out your body and stuff like that. No, you're going to come in and give me a handshake, and we're going to come out and light a fire. You know what I mean? I assume We're going to talk about what, what, what just happened in the, uh, the exactly. basketball game on right, television. Right, right. You know? Not this. So in the dream, it was a little bizarre. I'm standing there, and I'm checking him out, okay? Almost like a medical professional. Right, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Observing them, and I'm looking at him, and he's standing there like this. And again, I can see all of the skin and like the bottom of his face, his neck. I can see his skin on his arms, but I can't see through the clothing, right? Of right. course, it's in front of him. And I point to him and I said, I need to see up top here. So you extend your arm. Yep. And I now point to the upper part of not just his upper body, but the upper, upper part of his body. Collarbones, so, shoulders. Collarbone and shoulders. And I said, I need to see over here. And I start to point to the one side. So now I'm narrowing it down to not only the top part of the body, but to the one side. And it's at that point he says, okay, I'll show you. And he had, like I said... Like I will never forget, it was a white loose T-shirt or like undershirt. I don't know if it was V-neck or or loose. That's irrelevant. Now I remember the story. You do remember? Yes. So he takes his shirt and he goes, "Okay, well I'll show you." And I said, "Well, I still really can't see it. Your shirt's in the way." And he goes like this. He pull you you he pulls down the um, basically the T-shirt to expose his shoulder. Perfect description. And you see how I have it pulled over my shoulder. Right. So he's showing that maybe now from his elbow up to the top of his shoulder, across his collarbone to his neck is all exposed. Right. So the upper portion of his left chest would all be shown. Right. And he holds it over like this, and he's got his hand down. And it's at that point I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and the room is getting lighter, and the room is getting lighter. And I can now see not only his skin, but I can see his clavicle, 
I can see the top of his arm bone. I can see like a little part of the ribs. It's as if I'm like transparent, like uh, who was like Bionic Man or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Can look through somebody like Superman could look through somebody like X-ray vision. I'm looking through and I'm looking through his skin and I can see like veins and all this stuff. And at that point, something doesn't look right to me. As I'm looking, I'm like, my dream, I'm like, that doesn't look natural. That doesn't look natural. I see all this frayed looking, what would look like a rope. Like when someone cuts a rope and you see the end of a rope is yeah, all frayed. frayed yeah. It's all frayed apart. And like, but it's through his skin inside the, I'm looking at it going, why is that in there? Like, that doesn't look right. I go, that needs to be checked out. And he looked at me, he goes, you think so? I said, yes, that needs to be checked so out. So hold on. Yes. Let, let, let me do this description real quick. So you're, so you, so you're standing in front of this man. Correct. And you, with your right arm, mm-hmm. you, you point to his upper chest. Yes. Uh, specifically his left side of his chest. Correct. And uh, he uh, he says, "Okay, you want to check this area?" Yeah. So yes. then he takes his the t-shirt basically from the collar. Yes. And exposes his left shoulder. Yep. Down to, you know, just enough so basically you can see his upper uh, left pectoral muscle. Yes. And there, at that point, it almost becomes like you have a X-ray vision, or it's actually like an X-ray where you can see his. The, the blood vessels and the veins and and even the the muscles and the and then and, and any uh, tissue and everything else but you see that there's something there in the form of like this rope that's frayed at the end mm-hmm. that obviously doesn't look right looks out of place doesn't look natural it looks mm. like it shouldn't be there yes he says and you say to him you say to him that needs to get checked yes and he agrees with you and, and says uh, yeah, it does. He says, yeah. And I, I remember saying in the dream, and, and don't wait long. Like, you know, you have to move forward with that. You have to get so that checked So hurry up and get this checked because that doesn't look right to me. Yeah, rather more sooner than later. All right. That, yes. All right, go ahead. And just one more little clarification. When you said rope, I'm, I'm using that description. That is like a pretty good uh, description. But don't think as in rope, like a big, thick rope. No, 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 no. A very thin, like, cord, almost. Like a smaller rope. Yeah. Something very small in diameter, mm-hmm. like a pencil size or even smaller. Even your blood vessels in your in your heart, in and of itself, how they always look like a, yes. like highways going a million Co- different ways. Correct, correct. So he says, okay, um, I come out of the dream. At that point, the dream... So now up, you're awake. It abruptly ends. The dream wakes, and now I'm in reality state. What we think is our reality here, which we I wake up to, and... I think, wow, what a weird dream that was. That was a, that was a really bizarre That's dream. That's beyond weird. However, I think I know who the dream was about. And in the dream, I'm sorry, I almost left this one part out. In, my, in the dream, the person's name came up, who it was, okay? okay? I won't mention his name, but the person's name came up in the dream, okay? This is all just for privacy. You know, I'm not bringing up the person's name, but, you know, the the... It was when the girl and I entered the room, and I said, yeah, I'm going to go check on this person. I'm going to check on so-and-so, like your name, like Lou. I'm going to go check on okay. But it wasn't who you thought. Correct. Right. Right. Well, I'll listen to the end of the story, and you're just going to – it's really all going to come around full circle. Right. Makes sense. So I wake up. Within an hour or two, I call the individual. Now, this isn't reality now, after the dream. I call the individual on the phone who I think is in the dream. It's somebody that I know. And the person is related to the person that was in that dream, that, that girl that was the in the dream. girl, yeah. Yes, I called that, this person, and I said, hey, this might not, might not make sense, but I had this dream, and I tell him about it, just how I told you, about walking down the hallway, maybe not as, like, in detail, but I, yeah. said, I walk in this room, and I see you. I have to ask you something. And he says, yes. I said, is everything okay with you physically? 
yeah, he says everything's fine. I've had some ailments. The guy says I have some different things. Stuff. And I said, over time, you know, but everything. But who hasn't? Right. Like, yeah, but he says everything for the most part is in check. And I said, okay, you sure? I said, he goes, yeah. I said, all right. And it hasn't been that long since you've been to get checked up on things. Because I had this dream, and I think it might be you, but I'm not sure, you know, what exactly it would be. And he says, okay. He goes, no, it's not me, man. He's not me. And then he goes, and I told him about the part. I said, I had something with the upper part of your body, you know, above your shoulders. You didn't have any injuries. You didn't hit it, no falls or anything. Nothing, no, nothing like that, nothing. I said, okay. I'm thinking it's maybe showing a break or something like that, a snap yeah. or a fracture or something with the collarbone. I couldn't figure out what it is. Rotator cuff. I don't know. It was in that area. I said, okay. So I leave. So a day goes by and I call my parents and I'm talking to my, my parents and I'm talking to my mom again remember we just told a story earlier they live in another state and i'm calling them i'm just checking on them you know whatever whatever let's make up days for example let's say uh it's monday or day number one that's even better we'll go with day number one day number one i called the person who i thought it was the guy says it wasn't him day number two i'm talking to my mother on the phone and i'm just having a short conversation this and the other thing i get off with them stuff like that i start telling her about this dream that i have and i'm thinking it's somebody else day number three comes by uh I talk to my mother again. This time, my father, who's there, when I'm talking to my mom, he also gets on the phone and I talk to him. And I said, oh, I'm just, second day I'm talking about this dream, you know, that I had who I think it's so-and-so, it's another person I know or whatever. And I don't get into detail. I'm just mentioning that I've already told her the dream. I've told her a little bit of the details. So I don't mention right. to him. So another day goes by. We're about three days in now or whatever. I go to my friend's house who doesn't live far from me and you know him. You know this individual. Um, I could probably say his name, right? He sits with us at the fire sometimes and he hangs out, right? He works in the medical field, yeah. right? Um, do I say his name or do I just It doesn't matter. It? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a good buddy of ours. He's, yeah. he's been over here so many times and sits by the fire with us. Um, but he just doesn't get on pockets. But I'm telling him now about the dream and how I think it's this one individual. Um, but I guess I mistakenly have it, you know, as a wrong person. And as I'm telling my buddy, who you know so well, his wife is sitting there. I describe part of the dream. He's very intrigued also, who I've shared many dreams with. And when I get to the part of the dream and I'm describing the upper part, remember, he works in the medical field. Right. He turns and he says to me, wow, man, do you know what that sounds like? And I said, what's that? And he says, that sounds like somebody that has issues who has a, uh, a pacemaker. And I went, what? And he goes, yes. And he goes, do you know how pacemakers work? And I said, no, not really. And he starts to describe how they work and what their functions are and how it works in the heart and around this stuff. And then he starts to talk about how it comes up and it goes around and it's over the upper part of the body. And I said, wow. I said, I did not know any of that. He says, yeah. So I said, man, you really have me thinking now because that person that I called, I believe has that. I believe I believe has, has that. Right. right. So I called... Um, the fellow back that I thought it was, and uh, it wasn't him. He still says that he had it checked out not too long ago. It's still not him. I said, all right, I give up on that. I'm about four days in, maybe five days in on this um, on this journey trying to find out who it is. And I'm about to give up because <laughs> I'm trying to think of other individuals, <clears throat> other friends of mine, uh, other friends, uh, family members. Right. And I can't think of anybody else who has that connection or has that situation, I should say. I have that connection if somebody has that situation. So I give up. So... Another day goes by. Again, it's still in that same week. And I'm driving my son down to practice who plays hockey, as did yours. It was that same time. They were teenagers. They were playing. And um, I drive down there, and I did my typical routine. I either went in and watched practice. It wasn't a game. You and I would do that. If we knew we were right. there together, we'd sit there. And, but it was one of those days where I 
few of the other dads were in there. I had a few things I had to do on my phone, uh, some personal things. So I was doing things on my phone and uh, I needed to call my parents. There was something I needed to talk to them about. And I picked up the phone and I called my parents on the phone. And I believe it was my mother I wanted to talk to that day. Well, my father answered. And when he answered, I started to get in the conversation and I'm talking to him. And I never got into what I needed to talk to him about. It was something with the kids or the family or whatever. And we got sidetracked and I started talking about a couple different things. And I got into um, the dream. The dream. Somehow I got back into the dream. I said, yeah, you know, last time I talked to you guys a couple days ago, I was talking to mom. This is me talking. This is talking to mom. And I was having this dream. I just cannot figure out who it was about. I think it's this individual in the dream, but it's not him. And he says, oh. And at that point, he asks me, my father asks me a detail about the dream, a particular thing. And I turned to him and I said, it was weird. I said, I had this dream. And my buddy who works in the medical field, when I was explaining the dream to him, tells me that, wow, to me, it sounds like somebody has a pacemaker and something, uh, something seems to be wrong with it. From what you're saying in your dream, like that's what, if he had to decipher. At that point, the, end, the other end of the phone goes quiet. It goes quiet, Lo. And I said to my father, I said, are you there? I said, are you listening? And he turns around and he says, Mark. And I said, yes. He goes, you do know I have a pacemaker, right? My jaw hit the floor. I said, whoa. I said, I never even thought about that. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, this is kind of weird that you're saying this. Now, he's not one that really believes in any of this right, stuff. Yeah. He's a doubter. He's definitely a doubter when he comes to any of this kind of stuff. He goes, this is kind of weird. And I went, yeah. And he goes like this. He goes, what were you trying to describing the dream about this dream and I said something didn't look right there was things that were off in the upper shoulder and this and he gets quiet again I said looks like this piece of rope is frayed and this and the other thing and he's like huh and he's like okay you I just told you how I do have one and I go yes and he goes and I've had a little bit of an issue with it recently and I went oh my what? god he turns and he goes like this to me and he goes is there anything else you want to add to this and I said in my dream I know that I'm supposed to say to somebody you have to get that checked out and taken care of like poor favor pretty quickly you know yeah and he says uh okay he's like thanks for the call we didn't even get into discussion what i originally wanted to talk about we end that call now a day or two goes by i'm running around like you and i would do our kids were in school and i'm doing things and um i happen to call back and talk to my mother she calls me one night and she goes let me tell you something your father went to the specialist and they're taking him in and they're doing a procedure. And I said, really? And I said, what's going on? She says, they have to re like modify or whatever the term was they had to do. They have to fix his pacemaker. I said, you have to be kidding me. Holy she says, no, smokes, she dude. goes, he's scheduled. He's going in Monday, this, any other thing, blah, blah, blah. In a couple of days or whatever. And he's getting it done. I said, wow. And they go, they scheduled him really quick to get yeah. in there. I said, okay, I leave it at that. I said, okay, let me sit back. Let me say my prayers. Let him be blessed that everything's okay. Come back and talk to me when everything's fixed. And good. I want to hear when everything's heal healed and everything's whole. Um, a few days go by. The call comes later on. My mom says he went back in. The specialist, you know, they went and did the procedure. It's all fixed and stuff like that. They wait till after it's done to call me to tell me that weeks prior to my call, his pacemaker like alert system these things are attached to alert systems right was going crazy it was bouncing all over the place there's sensors that that monitor like if you right. had one it monitors you and anytime there's any kind of irregular heartbeats and right. whatever it sends signals to the physicians and they can monitor those remotely and can tell if, if if it's off if it's not right if it's irregular they said his was bound his were bouncing all over the place and they said when he came in 
uh, first they were getting the messages, then they were seeing it, you know, electronically. And then after they scheduled them to come in, they said, we need to replace this already because, you know, I guess before it would go faulty or whatever and something would happen um, where it wasn't uh, working correctly or malfunction or something would happen to him. And I just sat back and went, wow. So I came back and told my friend who's a physician and, and whatnot. And immediately, Lou, after I t had that dream and I talked to you, the realization sat in that looking through the shoulder in that dream, because my buddy says, that's where pacemakers sit. They actually have electronical wires that run up to the top of the shoulder. And he's the one that initially gave me the dissection of what the dream was. He goes, it sounds like to me what you saw was that little, what you thought was a cord was actually the elect electrical wire that runs up. And that frayed thing that you look like, that would look like if you have a little piece of metal and yeah. intertwined metal and you snipped it and you see like a frayed wire or whatever. That's right. almost exactly what it sounds like you were looking at because that's where they run it through and it runs down through the shoulder into their heart. People always right. might have the misconception it's only in the heart, but it actually runs up to the top of it. Uh, pretty weird, weird, weird uh, coincidence that that happened again, and it was prior, right before. Again, <clears throat> no one can tell me that that's a coincidence. That is, once again... To me, that falls in the category of a premonition that you had. Mm -hmm. Mark, you very well could have saved his life with that. Possibly. You know? I don't ever want to take credit for anything like that. Well, I just, I'm just explaining something. It's a some possibility that, thank God that you mentioned it when you did, because it obviously prompted him to make a call, right? He went in, he explained what was going on, or at least uh, they had some idea idea yes previously because of you know the the way that it was reacting mm -hmm. um the sensor was reacting that this needed to get corrected yes here you have this dream basically to to to, to that exact <clears throat> effect that something's wrong yes and it needs to get corrected but you don't make that call or they don't make that call and you don't speak with them to let him know mm -hmm. that, that, you know, you had this dream and what was it about and the fact that you thought it was somebody else and uh, had apparently forgotten that he had a, a pacemaker mm -hmm. or didn't put two and two together thinking that could be a pacemaker because you're not a doctor and you don't know how they work. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, you probably at least had something to do with saving the guy's life. Yeah, and even if he had be, had a notification beforehand that <clears throat> something was wrong, you know, if that alert system went off or whatever, he didn't act on it. I know that for a fact. Right. I remember the phone call. It wasn't like, oh, he was alerted. He hurried up and had it checked out and already had everything lined up. And they, they confirmed did. it. They confirmed what you saw. They confirmed it. They absolutely confirmed it. And then it was our conversation where I remember saying to him, you need to, like, I remember saying specifically on the phone, whatever you're you're looking at to get checked out, Please don't wait. Like, go get it checked yeah. out so your physical is is, is whole and, and complete. And I scrolled again while you talked for a minute because I knew on Facebook, I swore that I remember writing something about that. And I can go back to a post a few years ago where I had written a post one day. And again, I was pretty discreet and I wrote. Um, and just like that, I was told by a family member that their two days of testing is showing positive results. The records can indicate why a pacemaker went off and there isn't an explanation why i knew it had to be some kind of electronic malfunction easy beats for all the 
all those with heart conditions. And then you, you can see the little photo that I shared yeah, that day. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We could describe it for who can't see it. It's when people put their hands up yeah, together, make, make, a the, heart. make a heart with your fingers. But there's the actual post that I put up. And um, that's... And I didn't want to get into it yeah. to just share it with everybody that, hey, I had a dream. That was, was earlier primitive. this month, three years ago. Yes. That's, yeah. that's amazing. That is amazing. Again, that goes back to what I was saying before. Uh, most of us are all, we all have this ability. It's just, it's just that some of us are more in tune to it. Um, I am not one of those people that's in tune to it. You clearly are. As I always say, you've got the shine, right? Um, that is amazing, Mark. I, I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's very noble of you to not want to take credit for it and so on and so forth. And there's not credit to be taken, but you should feel good about the fact that, and thank God, that you have this ability because you may very well have played a role in, in saving your dad's life because had he waited, God only knows what could have happened if he had waited any longer to get that thing fixed, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Pa- pacemakers are nothing more than, you know, they're, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a mechanical thing that, you know, keeps your heart right. Yes, And yes. if your heart ain't right, you ain't right. Yes, yes. And, uh, and thank God you, you, you told him that. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, there's... I got chills <laughs> thinking, re, uh, rehearing that again. I know, and there's one more twist to the story, and I don't know if you recall this or not from me telling you that story a few years ago, but you brought up something as I told the story this time. You brought up the name... Remember how I said I, I heard the man's name in the dream? Yeah. And the reason why I kept thinking it was him, I was so animate that it was this one individual because yeah. I heard the name. I don't want to say his name, yeah. but I swore it was this guy because I heard his name. I tried to think of other people that had that name. I couldn't think of anybody else that had that name. What floored me was the day that my father said it to me on the phone five, six days later that he actually happened to be having issues. That he's the one. Yeah. When I hung up that day, yes, he's the one. He's the one that had it. But you know what didn't make sense? Because I swore I heard a name in the dream. Well, my my father, as you know who he is, he goes by his middle name. Well, you hear him, us always talk to him yeah. about. That's not his first name. Oh. That's oh. his middle name that we all refer to him as. Okay. His, I'll, I'll bite. What's his first name? His first name is Rich. Richard. Right. That's it. The fellow that I had the dream of, who I thought was in the dream. His had name similar... is Richard? Correct. Oh, dude. Yeah. My father goes by Chuck. Right. His middle name is Charles. His oh whole life he's God. been oh, called Chuck. Right. Yes, that's right. Yes. They go Holy smokes. So, boom. Yeah, drop the mic. I had a huge mind freak on me about a day or two after he told me that he was the one who had it. And I realized the name was right. Thank you, God. You gave me the yeah, name. Yeah, you're not kidding. But God, I was going by his nickname. Right. I'm sorry, God. You put it out in front wow. of me. Wow. I just needed to really dissect the, the message. The Lord a works bit in deeper. mysterious ways, don't he? Okay, so listen, here's what I'd like to do if you're up for it. Because I think people enjoy this sort of stuff, and it's so fascinating when uh, when you start. Uh, and the way you tell the story, too, again, you're a storyteller, so it keeps you engaged. Um, for our next episode, mm-hmm. think of a couple more. Think of a couple more. Yeah, that sure. are poignant like that because dude, you've told me so many over the years that yes. to, to be honest with you, I'm I get lost. Yeah, I think that I haven't heard. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this one. You know. Yeah. Uh, think of a couple more. We'll come back with another episode of these of Mark's dreams. Um, and yeah, folks, we hope that uh, that you enjoyed that. Think of think of your own situations that you've been in. Maybe you're one of these people that have the quote unquote shine, and you're open to it. You're more in tune to it. Uh, think of the situations and the dreams that you've had uh, that maybe weren't exactly, maybe were more than just 
a dream, just your subconscious at work. No, no, I think there's more to it uh, than just that. And here, than those two dreams that you shared with us tonight, Mark, I mean, right there, the grill. What about a grill? I'm thinking chicken. I'm thinking meat. I'm thinking fish. And here, driving down the road at 70 miles an hour, a piece of metal goes pretty much through the front of your parents' grill. And here, the second dream, um, you almost have the ability to, you have x-ray vision, you're seeing that you're pointing at the guy's shoulder um, after walking through this warehouse type of environment with bright lights and everything else. You're guided there by a friend of yours, uh, a girl that, yeah, she's a friend, but it's not like a friend that you talk to every day, right? Right. You think it's her dad, but the connection is that they have the same name, except you don't think of it because your dad doesn't go by his his first first name. name. And here, it was his pacemaker was messed up. What? If I don't know how how you could look at that as anything else than premonitions. That is unbelievable to me. So if you, I know you've got more of them, um, and they don't necessarily have to be premonitions. Just some of these, these. Uh, I don't want to say I say crazy because it's crazy that you have so many of them back to back to back to back, and they're all so vivid and so real and and every single one of them has a meaning to it or has a message to it or has something um it's 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 pretty it's pretty outstanding it's it's uh to me it's incredible we are running really short on time with that as i always say find us on tiktok find us on facebook instagram hit us up we love when we hear from you guys thank you to all of you all over the world all over the states canada um south america where where you're listening to us we appreciate you taking the time to listen to two guys from the northeast in the backyard no matter how cold or how hot it is we got the fire going we got the dogs out we got planes flying overhead it doesn't matter this is as in the environment as you can be and we're dreaming baby (laughs) and we're we're dreaming, dreaming but always in the now Always in the now. With that, good night. Namaste.